Hey everybody, welcome to the first episode of Digging Deeper with Ben Leung. Let's go! Welcome to the first and possibly last episode of Digging Deeper. My name is Ben Leung and I thank you for listening in. Now I've been searching for a hobby for a while now to step outside of my comfort zone. I think my nature is to seek out new challenges and goals and it's always been a dream of mine to have a home studio so I decided to set one up. I got the idea of podcasts because I find I listen to podcasts more than music these days. I find them entertaining, informative and educational. It also provides a level of peace for me when I'm at the gym or in my car. Now, in deciding the format and theme of the podcast, I wanted to find a topic that obviously interests me and that I'm passionate about. Those that know me know that I'm passionate about my music and sports, but I'm also passionate about learning from other people and listening to their stories. I admire different people for their attributes and talents and stories of overcoming adversity and triumphs. So with this podcast, I wanted to have fun and interview people and really talk about their different attitudes towards life and other topics. If anything, this podcast will serve as an excuse to have people come over. Now, I don't know if anyone will listen to this podcast, but that's not my objective. If anything, I hope to record conversations, laughter, moments with this podcast so that when we look back a year or five years or 20 years from now, it'll act like a time capsule that captured that particular moment. I believe that life is all about memories and experiences, and this is just another way to capture it, just like videos and photographs. So wish me luck, and I hope you enjoy this. So I'm very pleased to introduce my first ever guest here, and I'm lucky to have the cooperation of my father, John Leung, uh, to be here to uh, talk. And uh, how are you doing, Dad? I'm doing well, very well. So as uh, some of you may know, uh, my dad and our family went through a difficult time this summer as he was diagnosed with uh, quite a rare uh, adrenal cancer. And uh, fortunately, he's uh, recovered from his surgery and, and feeling, I don't know, what percentage would you think you're feeling, Dad? Uh, 90% most of the days. Yeah, so um, I really wanted us to really talk about uh, your life and uh, something we've been talking about uh, doing. And uh, we're going to start off by uh, talking about, first, uh, tell, tell us where you were born and uh, your upbringing. I was born in uh, Macau, uh, 1952. My birthday is uh, February 7th, but that is a Chinese calendar. But actually, my actual Western calendar birthday, which I checked it out on, on internet, uh, was March the 12th. Yeah, I remember we could never remember your birthday growing up. And um, can you tell us a little bit about how your family ended up in Macau? My parents um, fled from China because of the communists uh, coming into power in China. So they fled from uh, Shanghai uh, to Macau uh, with my oldest sister um, at the time. And uh, I think my mom was uh, carrying me and her tummy back then. Yeah, so I was uh, gave birth uh, in Macau. And, and uh, at what age did you and your family move to Hong Kong? I was four when I moved to Hong Kong. And did you have any recollection or memories of your time in Macau? You're probably a bit young. Yeah, I remember. I still have some uh, faint memories. One day, um, I remember when I was uh, in Macau, there was the uh, tricycles, which um, they carry people around. And I think I was maybe two or three years old. And uh, I think I saw a, a traffic accident, which um, the uh, tricycle uh, toppled. And then, uh, and then my dad made a song out of it. Um, he always sang me the song, just... Uh, he used um, the, the song Three Coins in the Fountain, a famous song, uh, I think, uh, I forgot the name of the, it's from a movie, yeah, so. And I guess your musical talents may have come from Gay, yeah? Yeah, 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 because he, he likes to sing, my, my dad, he likes to sing, he likes to make, uh, make up words uh, from like, songs. That yeah. sounds like That's, you. Yeah, sounds like yeah. me, I, I sometimes, up, yeah. 
<laughs> all these new words. Yeah. Um, so uh, he would make up these songs and then... Yeah. Uh, so that's why one of the memory I have uh, living in Macau. And then my second uh, most vivid memory is um, as a kid. And um, then uh, in, in those days, um, the, uh, Macau is a Portuguese colony. So Portugal has a lot of um, colonies in, the, in Africa. So they have soldiers uh, that, that are black. So I remember seeing uh, black soldiers walking on the street and I was so scared. I thought they were, they were devils or they were ghosts. So I would, I would hide and cry when I saw them. So that was my second memory of living in Macau. I have to tell people that my dad is not a racist. And uh, I had never heard that story before. That's funny. Yeah, they were, they were very black, not like your average uh, NBA players. These are black. <laughs> anyway. I think I might have to delete that. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, so, you know, so you were, you were the second of uh, six children from uh, Ye Ye and Mama. And, uh, you know, you were the only boy. And you, being the only boy, I don't know how that affected you growing up and uh, being surrounded by sisters, really. It wasn't easy because uh, I always, um, I'm a very active uh, growing up as a child. I always want actions. And uh, so I, we live in um, apartments. So I was trying to make friends with uh, neighbors who had um, boys my age. But I'm very good at that. So I, I do make a lot of friends. So, so we play, uh, we play uh, along the stairways and we make ping pong table. We we do uh, uh, war games and uh, even though in this and then we play soccer too, so I, I do, so I have to look for friends um, outside my family. And do you think that experience is what made you create a lot of uh, close relationships and almost a brotherhood feeling with some of your friends growing up and even with your cousins? I remember you telling me that because you didn't have brothers, your cousins were like your brothers. Right. Yeah. So I. I, I I always uh, growing up and then uh, and then I like soccer so I I, I would um, go near the park where we uh, it's a private club for the um, uh, uh, Thai group it means the Swire group uh, at the time and they were uh, this is the uh, like a like a place where the only the members can go in but I befriended the gardener so he uh, let us and, and the child the kid. And some of my friends go in and play, and then we play with white boys too. And in those those days, I would call up my cousins. Uh, Let's have a game on Saturday, and they would come out. Uh, so we have the Chinese against the the white boys. Yeah, so we had fun. And how, how about when you would be at home and you know with your sisters? Uh, you know, I know you're very close to all the Gujes and Guma at this stage, but when you were growing up, were you close to your sisters? Yeah, I, I, I play with them too, but, uh, you know, we, we play games, and uh, I think I'm, I get the most beating from Mama because I, I'm the naughtiest, uh, and also uh, say good day. Oh, yeah, I thought and, it was uh, Aunt Rita. Yeah, uh, Auntie Rita and I, we, we, we are the ones that get, get beat up the most. And, and growing up, um, were you equally close to all sisters or more close to... Um, I'm close to them uh, all uh, equally. I wouldn't say, like Francis and I, we used to fight a lot because uh, I think we are, we are we are older and uh, we we always fight for stuff. I remember you telling me that uh, obviously you grew up and your family was quite poor, and uh, there was a constant moving of families. Uh, I, can you tell us more about that? About growing up? Yeah, because my, 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 my father never likes to hold on a nine to five job. He is a, like a more like a, a entrepreneur. He likes to start business. So meaning, but he doesn't have too much capital or he doesn't have any capital at all. So he would end up uh, making some money for a while and then no money for a while. So um, as we growing up, uh, as we were growing up, uh, we never have our own uh, place. We always rent, and sometimes we, my mother, we look for free rent or cheap rent for um, condos that are like uh, pre-sold condos that were just finished, and they're waiting for people to come in and uh, 
So we would uh, move into those uh, preoccupied uh, before they occupied, and then we would uh, spend maybe several months and then move to the next one. Yeah, so we get free rent that way. But then we are constantly moving in, in those days. So wait, wait. Um, so these are pre-sale condos similar to what we see here in Vancouver. But how did you get free rent? Oh, because these are the houses that built by my my dad's uncle, uh, who is uh, quite a rich man in Hong Kong. He owns a bank, and he has uh, construction companies. So he uh, sort of, uh, um, because of uh, being an uncle, so look after the nep- uh, the nephew. So you come in and stay until we get um, people move move in and then you have to move out yeah. so how often would you guys be moving in? um well every six months we would move yeah so we lived there for six months um and and with the constant moving and did you remember it as a kid to find it difficult or or did you think that was just a normal way of life um so the well, normal way of life because you know what we don't know anybody else uh, we don't compare to other people because we always uh, keep to ourselves uh, uh, as we were growing up. Uh, and yeah. well, actually, you mentioned a good point on that. Because you were uh, ignorant about other people, uh, maybe not ignorant, but um, not n- unaware, um, that you, know, you probably didn't have any idea that you were poor. No, well, no. When I, was in, uh, when I was in elementary, never thought of that because uh, everybody's, in those days, uh, everybody in Hong Kong struggled. But when I in high school, when I go into high school, then I start to find out you know, there are people that are much better off than us. How do you realize that? Uh, you know, because and then as we are growing up uh, as a teenager, you know, they, they have uh, nice clothes and uh, parties and they participate in a lot of um, after-school activities, which we don't because we don't have the money uh, to do it. And, um did you have just a few clothes that you'd wear? Well, on? yeah, in those days, uh, we, uh, we, mom, mom makes some of our clothes. Uh, even my, I remember when my, doing my uh, PE classes, we have to wear uh, jogging pants. So everybody go and buy the jogging pants, but my mom make, made it uh, for me. And everybody laughed because my mom made it like a pajamas. <laughs> when I wore them, everybody laughed. It looked like a pajamas. <laughs> because those are white jogging pants. She just, uh, all she knows how to do is the pajamas pants. So it, it, it turns up with the pajamas, white pajamas. Yeah. And would you come home and be upset at my uh, grandma? No, or? no, no. But just, just, just funny. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, growing up in those days, obviously limited resources, multiple kids. And nowadays, you know, we have one or two kids and, all the resources and money and people are still saying it's difficult and struggle. I think it's all about um, the time. Yeah, and- different time and age. Like I never had a bicycle until I was, uh, M- Mary lived in Abbotsford. I bought my first bike when I was 20, 27 or 28. So you didn't know how to ride a bike? Secondhand in- bike. You didn't know how to ride a bike until then? Oh, I did. We ran bike and we learned it in Hong Kong. But my first uh, tricycle, which I, I I was so proud because I asked one of my neighbor kid who's not rich, but that he had happened to have a very old tricycle, so to lend me uh, for an hour. So I was so happy and play with it for an hour, which I I think uh, I hurt myself from that because I I fell down the stairs from the tricycle because I was so happy and uh, lost and, control. And I guess not having enough resources or money, you you find ways to entertain yourself that yeah. don't require money. And um, we made our own uh, like sword and machine guns with newspaper. Yeah, you yeah, we more made creative. That. That yeah, way. we are more creative. Yeah, we, we, okay. we, mo- we did. My sister made Monopoly. We made Monopoly together. We copy Monopoly. Yeah. We make cards. We use the uh, uh, drawing board and draw, draw the whole thing, and we play with it for a long time. We made our own monopoly. And and when you're growing up, how often did you you know you go out with Mama or Yeah Yeah? You know, we when I grew up, we always had weekly family trips on Saturdays when you had a day off. But did you have those memories growing up? 
no uh, memories. Uh, going to the uh, restaurant is a big, big thing. In those days, we're so happy to go out and eat. Yeah, because uh, our yokailan was my best. Yeah, when I when I go out to eat. Yeah, that, that's I, still I, your favorite now. Still my favorite. Yeah, our yokailan. And then, uh, yeah, and it was uh, a treat every time when we go out to eat, which is not very often. And so, you know, growing up, especially in your teenage years, uh, were you close to your mom, your mom and dad at that time? Were you were uh, very independent? No, I think I'm quite independent. Yeah, because uh, we have six kids. And uh, so I would uh, go out with my friends as a teenager or growing up in uh, yeah, in the, as in the secondary school and in high school, yeah, always, uh, always not home, only at uh, around supper time. Yeah. And were you able to focus in school in high school? Yeah, I, 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 I always manage, but I don't spend too much time working uh, on school. So they had my mind. Yeah, yeah, really. Know they don't know. That you were not they studying. don't know. They don't know. They just see the result. Yeah. So my result is. Okay, not spectacular, but no trouble. They never had to uh, uh, repeat uh, the class or repeat the grade. Yeah, so always make make it through. Yeah. When when would you say you started having drive? Where you kind of said, you know what, I want to do something, make my situation better. Drive is after high school. Yeah, yeah after high school, after. Uh, then, but after high school is also so. This kind of leads to when you actually came over to Canada. Yeah, that's when I when I met uh, your mom. Yeah, and I, yeah. So I think in a way, then I, I realized, oh wow, we have to do have to do something with my life. You how know? old were you when you went, met mom? Eighteen. I was eighteen. And then how how did I know the story? But maybe you can tell. How did you meet mom? Well, it's from a Christmas party, which um, we we hosted, we co-host with my friend in in his house. So uh, we have to get some girls over. So I asked my my cousin to bring some some of her classmates, and uh, my sister brings some of her classmates, so so that we have girls. So mom is um, yeah my cousin's classmate. So when you saw mom, did you? Oh, she was okay. Yeah, she was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean she was tall, and um, in those days, uh, yeah, she was not bad looking. So you approached her, or she yeah, approached you? Yeah, of course or? I I, I approached her, and uh, yeah, and she was easy to said? talk to. You remember what you said? Or? Yeah, easy to talk to, and um, got her phone number, and uh, I think she was uh, quite easygoing. And mom is always very easygoing. Yeah, she's not picky. Like <laughs> basically, you met mom, and uh, your your first and a lifetime partner, and very lucky that you could find that and. And so how... I'm not so, picky, too. <laughs> we, we're going to delete that, too. Um, how soon after meeting mom and dating did you decide to move to Canada? And what made you decide to move to Canada? Well, for school, because I, I couldn't get into a university in Hong Kong. Yeah. I was so close, but I couldn't, didn't make it. And you always had a goal to go to university? Yeah. You, you could have thought, oh, I could just work right away after school. Yeah, or, yeah. we know that in those days... Um, Without university, you're not gonna get any uh, decent jobs. Uh, so you would have a hard time, uh, yeah, making it through in life. So we all know because all my friends and everybody go to university. So it's kind of uh, you must go. And how did you end up in Vancouver? Oh, because my sister, she uh, she sponsored me, uh, Francis. Uh, yeah, she came to uh, Vancouver first, and then she sponsored me um, to come as an immigrant. So I came in 1972, yeah, Christmas time, yeah. And you remember those days very well. Oh, far. yeah, yeah, it was very exciting, yeah, in those days. And um, when you first moved here, you were doing long distance with mom, I think, for about a year, right? Yeah, for about uh, eight months, yeah, she, yeah, and, and, uh, and then she came over. And actually, I remember uh, when we celebrated your 25th wedding anniversary, uh, we were able to dig up some uh, old tapes, I guess, that you would send. Oh. To really? her, remember when you were uh, sing and record certain songs? Mm, yeah, and you'd actually yeah, mail yeah, it to yeah, Hong yeah, Kong, yeah. And, and even I think some letters too. Yeah, so I don't know what happened to them. She must have. Uh, so you were uh, you were pretty in love at that. Time. Yeah, I was. Uh, I mean, that was the happiest time of my life, actually. Yeah, my, 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 my first dating, yeah, that was. Uh, I think 
come to looking back, it was a, a fun time. Yeah, very exciting time. And was there any doubt that uh, you would bring mom over to Canada? Oh uh, no, no, no doubt. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because we were we we're close. Yeah, we were close. Yeah, yeah. In those days, we are all very. Um, loyal to each other yeah not this dating around yeah no no there's no no like it would be uh, you find be, someone and you stick to that person. yeah basically yeah because uh, yeah yeah in those days probably yeah. makes would make things a lot easier yeah life is easier yeah then there's not much choices yeah because I, I i know i'm not uh not rich not 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 very not well off and uh, don't have uh, too much um ability so so life is simple, you know. Yeah. Wow. So the choices, it's not that many. I and mean, then when and when somebody uh, uh, really well, you have ability, yeah. but probably yeah. were, but, but I, I don't, didn't have the confidence. I don't have the confidence, and, and I, I don't know if I, I. Yeah. But do you think that insecurity is what drove you later on in life? Yeah. Yeah. I think a bit. Yeah, but I think uh, yeah, you know, it's. Uh, I think I found the right person. To, um, uh, yeah and uh, yeah she's uh, she compliment what i'm missing in life yeah like she's very outgoing uh, very positive uh, which is um, uh, which is what i'm lacking yeah yeah you're definitely more of a pessimist yeah because i'm very conservative yeah yeah i definitely agree with that obviously and you know moving here and you didn't go to ubc right away you went to I went to uh, Langara, vcc and you didn't go to ubc right away because well, because at the time I, I came in Christmas time, UBC is uh, September, so I don't I miss the September. So in order for me to uh, to 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 make up for the year, so I, I I went in for December, and then finished by August. So so finished my first year, university, I'll call it there, and then transferred to second year UBC. And did you jump into pharmacy right away, or you no? Didn't? No, I had to take another year of general science. And then they do a second year transfer. In those days, they allow you. So actually, I was in pharmacy for three years. But how'd you decide on pharmacy? Well, because uh, I'm not good enough to be in medicine. I know that it's, it's a, too much a long haul. Plus, being an immigrant, you, you, you very, your chance is very limited. Your, your, your verbal uh, English is not good enough, and you don't have a portfolio. So pharmacy, is, um, is a, to me, is a next best thing and also you can utilize uh, my um, science uh, background uh, to be to to be useful in uh, uh, to have a job were you considering anything else besides pharmacy or are you always uh, choosing healthcare? healthcare is uh, yeah yeah trying to think about medicine later on but then i don't think my grades are good enough uh, but then it's too late anyway so uh, because i at the time i was uh, i think you were uh, Mum already conceived you. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, to me, uh, yeah. So ph for pharmacy, it's, it's it's all right. I remember actually when you were going through university, you made some good friends through uh, working. Actually, so what was your first job actually when you came to Canada? My first job was actually being a waiter in Chinatown. It's called Tai Chi, Tai Chi, and then in those days. Chinese restaurant, a very busy Chinese restaurant, yeah, on on Main Street, yeah. My my classmate introduced me and uh, worked there every weekend. Uh, How old were you at the time? Twenty. Yeah. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah, twenty-one. So uh, yeah, that was my first job as a waiter. Then uh, my second job, um, then in the summertime. Uh, I went and worked as a dishwasher for um, in an in, in a in a Western food a restaurant. What was it called? That was a medieval inn. Yeah, medieval. Yeah, inn. medieval inn. And um, was your English good enough? No, I was just a dishwasher. So. Oh yeah. But th that's a tough job because in those days, I want to sponsor Auntie Lena to come over. So I I I have to look for full time work, and the. And that is a full-time position. So actually, I lied to them. I thought I told them I'm not in school, but actually, it's a summer job for me. So I worked there for a whole month and toughing it out, because uh, those those are hard work. Because the dining room is in the first floor, 
and the kitchen is in the second floor. So you have to bring, lift all those trays. And you were of, skinny uh, and uh, yeah, not dishes. much muscle Yo. at the time. How many pounds were you? Oh, the, I was 120 pounds in those days, 130 pounds. And then they lift those um, plates and uh, also the um, the pots, uh, the, the stainless steel pot, they're about a quarter inch thick, very heavy. So those, anyway, I toughed it out for over a month and then I got the... Um, the boss to us uh, uh, to sign up a, a letter for me uh, telling them I'm a full-time uh, employee and making so much of, of, and then I, I went to the immigration department and trying to sponsor the Auntie Lena to come. Uh, Did it work? Actually, no. I, in, in retroactively, uh, well, in, later on I found out that actually she she met um, her husband uh, in those. Uh, that was her boyfriend. That she didn't want to leave the colony. So actually, if she she pursue on this, she would have uh, come over, because she met Frank Franklin. Yeah. So she and she lied to me saying that she, she was she didn't qualify. Uh, yeah. Anyhow, so I I quit the job afterwards uh, because I I found I found another job uh, with noodle makers, which is much easier work being a, a waiter. And I remember you telling me stories growing up of those days. And I went, Noodle Maker was a popular restaurant in Vancouver at that time. The, in those days, yeah. It was uh, some uh, the first class uh, Chinese restaurant. And uh, you made some friends working there that you're still yeah, friends today. Yeah. My boss, yeah. My boss and some of my friends, uh, yeah, we still uh, get in touch with each other. But those were, must have been fun times. Those were the fun times. I make so much money on the, on the tips. So we used to come home and, and count them tips with mom. And I remember with the story, did you actually serve David Suzuki at one point? I did. I did. I served him. Uh, and, but I made a boo-boo and uh, he complained to my boss. And my boss was so mad, took me to the kitchen and yelled at me. So I, I learned from but we became good friends, like not with David Suzuki, with my boss. Yeah, but I hate David Suzuki. <laughs> Do you remember? Did you know who he was? I didn't know who he was. Yeah, I didn't know. I know he's a regular customer, but because, uh, um, yeah, and then he, yeah. I made a mistake because I didn't, uh, I think I, I, I ordered the wrong dish for him, but he didn't say it at the time. He And he, he complained after he finished. Yeah. And then so... Did you have any other jobs? No, no, just uh, noodle makers. I used to work hard on that. I would start 10 o'clock in the morning, finish lunch by 2, and then start again at 5 o'clock. In between, uh, I would just uh, take a rest in the restaurant, yeah. And um, so after you graduated from pharmacy, that's uh, how I think I was born? Yeah, one year after, uh, yeah. One year after you graduated. Yeah. So you graduated in 1977. Yeah. I was born in 1978. Yeah. And your first job was in Squamish. In Squamish, as a pharmacist, a United Pharmacy. Right. And then from Squamish, we were there. I think I was there my first year, you, one yeah. year. Yeah. Met uh, my godparents. Yeah. Yeah. There was only a few Chinese. And we, we had a fun time in, in Squamish, too. And there's only a few families, but we were close. Yeah. And, um, and then you ended up uh, back in Vancouver. Well, yeah. I was, I actually, I went back to Hong Kong. My, oh, my right. sister was that's sick right. then, and I want to help the family. I moved back to Hong Kong, and you were only a year old, less than a year old, yeah. And, uh, but I, you I, were going to stay in the Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I didn't like it. I didn't, uh, Hong Kong wasn't for me because I was so used to uh, driving my car in, in, in Canada, the freedom and the space. Was it difficult to tell... Uh, yeah, yeah, and Mama, yeah. You wanted to come back to. Canada. I, I Did you yeah. receive a lot of pressure to stay in Hong Kong? Yeah, I, I actually, I wait till they went to went on holiday, then I, I quit my job, and bought the ticket home. Yeah. Really, you didn't discuss with. No, them? and I told them I, I can, I can stay. How did they react to that? Well, they were, uh, they were not happy, but this my decision. Yeah, so I told them that you know that they should come over with me to Canada, which they did. They did. Oh, well, that was a big leap of faith because, I mean, you didn't know how things would turn out in Canada. But it, was there something that well, you I know, trusted? I know, I know I can be a pharmacist, make a pretty good living in Canada. And I know I have no problem uh, getting a job back home. How did mom feel about moving? Yeah, she, she up to me. And uh, we, in Hong Kong, it's so crowded. 
in the, I'm you aren't used to it. I'm anymore. not used to it. And Hong Kong is a place. If you have money, it's good. But if you don't have money, you're like, uh, yeah, it's tough. Yeah, especially when you have some uh, see some of their friends. You know, there's so many. Uh, yeah, uh, this hierarchy of uh, yeah status. Yeah, in Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. which in well, in Canada. Yeah, in Canada is less. You know, you pretty much. Like the 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 rich and the poor, they're very similar. Yeah, in in lifestyle. Yeah, so you moved back, and then eventually, I mean, the whole family, everybody came. Yeah, over to Canada. I sponsored them because uh, then my 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 father had a stroke, and also he had to retire from his business. Yeah, so he, they had to come over, which I I sponsored them to come over. Yeah, I stay with them for a couple of years, and then I, I I moved to Abbotsford. Actually, speaking of your father, we kind of forgot to talk about your relationship with your father and and, and mother. I, unfortunately, I don't know Ye that well because he passed away when we were young. I knew uh, Mama much better, but um, and you you I remember you telling me stories about your dad and uh, how it motivated you. I remember you telling me that's probably a reason why you don't like to be lazy is because my grandfather was lazy, and yeah. you kind of saw the repercussions of that. Yeah, because I, I uh, my father was a uh, was very uh, he's a smart man. Uh, he liked to start things. Uh, he has a lot of good ideas, but he he had lacked the um, discipline to follow through, uh, which I, I as a young man I observed, and uh, and then he eventually lost his business because of the fact that he wasn't. Uh, um, diligent uh, working in 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 the business, so I learned from him. So uh, that's why I I always uh, skeptical about uh, like have to try my best uh, and also always move, uh, always look for better ways to improve the business so that I don't left I don't uh, I won't be left behind. Well, I, I think from what I saw growing up, you never wanted to feel comfortable even if things were going well. Because you always felt uh, that something could be taken away from you at some point. I don't know if that's true or not. Yeah, but. it's very true because uh, we're, in our business, uh, changes take place. If you don't um, adapt to the change, and then you you are left behind. Yeah, I don't want to be like Sears. <laughs> no, so that well, we kind of glazed over it, but. You eventually started a business, a pharmacy in uh, Abbotsford, mm -hmm. and uh, did you want to talk about how? You yeah, we Abbotsford? were uh, was um, partner with my classmates, uh, the three of us. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's TLC Tang Liang and Chong. Yeah, uh, but then after a few years, uh, I was the manager. Of, uh, I was managing the um, the store. But then uh, when I saw what uh, happened to my father uh, being a, in a partnership, which he got jipped uh, or got forced out by, by, by the partners, so I said, um, I don't want to be in partnership in business. It's scary because in, uh, in one, one day I might end up like my father. So I said, so I told my partners, I, I want to go on my own. Either you take over or I'll, I'll leave. Give me back my share and I'll, I'll open somewhere else. So they, uh, they didn't want to run the business because I don't think they can. Yeah, it's not an easy uh, uh, being uh, in Abbotsford. They don't want to move to Abbotsford. And also uh, it's not, uh, well, it's quite a, a lot to do uh, to run the business. At that time too in Abbotsford, I mean, it wasn't the city it is now, small town. Yeah. You were okay settling in Abbotsford at the time or yeah. just the the business made you have to settle the, the, well, the, the business made me settle in the, in, in Abbotsford because I, I in order for me to uh, attend to the business I have to be close and also we get uh, break-ins from time to time you know you have to come down middle of the night uh, so so it's much easier for me to uh, to move to Abbotsford and uh, be part of it, uh, be part of the community. How many years have you had the pharmacy been, now? Uh, been since 1980. Uh, this is th yeah. 37 now. Going to 38 years, yeah. yeah two years younger than me. Basically. Yeah, yeah. So I was basically. Two, two when you started. Yeah, yeah, basically. You were two years old. Yeah, and, and Emily wasn't even born. Yeah, yeah. And obviously starting a business, I mean, I'm sure you have so many stories and 
difficulties that you could you talk about. Yeah, we have our challenges, and of course, uh, through the years, uh, yeah. And uh, but thank God, we are still around, yeah, and it's doing um, pretty good. Did you, yeah. you know, growing growing up, I guess, seeing what happened to your father and working at Noodle Maker, did that affect you and how you became a manager or employer, how you treated people or? Did you, well, because I, I think no, because I've been through all these phases of my life. I have been an employee, so uh, I have been a, a waiter, so I know how to serve people. I know how to talk to strangers. With being a waiter was a good training for me, because a waiter you don't get much respect. But then you, you, once I become a pharmacist, people do respect me. So much easier to do. So I use the same skill as I have uh, as a waiter to to treat my customer. So I get I get good report from them. Uh, so all these years, um, I think most of my customers are very loyal to me. And there are times when when Safeway left or they stuck stuck with me all these years. Uh, I'm, I I move them around, they still come. So so it's it's been good training as a as a, as a waiter because um, uh, I used to be very shy in talking to strangers. But I guess it follows what you always tell uh, me is about uh, just relationships with people and uh, uh, really personal skills. Yeah, I think you, you, you acquire that from, yeah, you always um, treat people how you want to be treated. I always tell, tell my sons, uh, you have to be in their shoes. When they complain to you, you have to be in their shoes and, and, and then think from their perspective and then you can, uh, they, and they, they will feel much better after you talk to them. The pharmacy, you've worked hard and obviously became very successful um, through that. And um, you accomplished a lot. Oh, I've been lucky uh, in a way, too. Uh, yeah, I think um, being in the field for so long, so you it takes time to build a business. And, and, and uh, so now it's paying off after all these years. Actually, one thing I, I learned from you, and I probably should remind myself, too, is to... Uh, not take things for granted. Because you, I remember you telling me, even when times are tough, you have to persevere. And, you know, it's better to persevere through the tough times than jumping from job to job, trying to find the easy way, easy way to success. And then always uh, remember your humble beginning. You know, don't be too proud. Yeah, because, uh, you know, you always think about, yeah, you know, you, 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 you're at this stage because of, what you did back then, you know, in the, in the, in the old days, before you were successful, you were just like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to think. And I believe, you know, obviously success takes hard work, but there's a lot of luck involved too. Yeah. You know, a lot of luck and uh, you have to remember that too. And uh, so, so what would you say your proudest moment is in terms of career? Career wise? Uh, I think uh, being able to uh, close uh, Macmillan when I had that and then move the uh, business down to people's uh, to consolidate it and uh, able to, uh, to, to uh, retain those customers and they follow me around for all these years make me feel so good about myself yeah, that I'm doing something right. There's still a, a lot of my customers... Uh, yeah, been following me through all these years. That's my biggest uh, achievement is, yeah. is the support that, that I received from these customers. But why do you think that was? I, I, I know what the reason yeah, is. Yeah, I think because uh, I think the way that, that I treated them, um, I put my heart and soul into the business. Yeah, I, I, yeah so wow. I always um, let my, the business is, is come first before my personal life. And a lot of ways, your business was probably your uh, fourth child. My life. Well, your first child, actually. Yeah, maybe the first child or, or equally important as my But, family. you know, you worked hard, and obviously mom spent a lot of time at home. But, yeah, I think you put a lot of time to try to spend time with family. Yeah. And, you know, you, every Saturday, go to Vancouver. I, my, my, my funnest moment is always, I look forward, is the Friday night when we ran the video. Yeah, yeah that was my... Uh, Friday when I get off at five, usually I get off at five or six, then I go to the video store, yeah. look for the movie. Back when we night. had videos, yeah, laser disc. Yeah, 
Yeah, that Grovers. Fun. Yeah, Grovers. Grovers. I love those. And then Saturday morning, I make you guys breakfast. And then go to see Mama. Those are uh, the fun days. And of, always uh, also the uh, holidays. When we go for holiday, when I finish work and they're driving home, oh, that feels so good that I've got everything and ready to go and driving to the and airport. I, actually, I think I get a lot of that from you too. I don't like to procrastinate. No. I, I think if there's something that I need to do, I have to do it. Otherwise, I can't enjoy my free time. I think time. Andrew has yeah. to learn that. Andrew has to learn that before. Anyways, but my, I think my memory, I think growing up, this was before Andrew was born, but uh, when we were living on McBride and uh, Wimbledon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Breakfast at Wimbledon. Oh, we had I remember so much fun. 6 a.m. Yeah. Oh, I remember yeah. it was always 6 a.m. Yeah. He'd wake me up. Yeah. And then make breakfast. Yeah. And then we would watch breakfast, uh, at Wimbledon. breakfast at Wimbledon. And actually, after we finished watching, we go back to bed. <laughs> yeah. We go back to bed was, at like 9, 10 a.m. Well, I don't think we'd go to church then, did we? we didn't no. Go to well, no, we didn't. But go you to were always the practicing the back. Yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah. Know, hitting the wall. And then actually, I remember after watching, I probably want to play yeah. tennis. Yeah. And then maybe even go across the street to uh, uh, Gavin's yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. Remember our neighbor, yeah, Gavin? Yeah. And play, and they had a they had a fence that we used as a net, yeah. and pretend we're playing in Wimbledon. Those were the fun days. Yeah. Oh, I, I love those days. Yeah. So I wanted to talk a bit about family, and you know, you you have you're very close to your family. Obviously, you, you're a, a figurehead in our family, and we all look up to you. And not only us, but uh, you know, the 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 aunts and and uh, uncles, cousins, all all look niece and nephews. So. I think, you know, what are your thoughts and why is family so important to you? Because uh, I think uh, I think we were born in the era where, uh, like, we were educated in Hong Kong, so uh, we were the Confucius. Uh, we, are, we have to be uh, loyal to our parents or filial to our parents. We, uh, the family is, is the number one thing, uh, you know. To me, family is very important. Uh, yeah, because this is where the core value uh, is. Um, that's how the country uh, should be. You know, the family has to be looked after first, and then the the country. Yeah, and uh, so to me, uh, family is is uh, yeah. My sister. Remember when my sister was sick? I would, uh, I would, I dropped my. I just dropped my 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 job in Canada and moved back. Just to, to help. No second thoughts at all. No second thought. Yeah, because I know uh, I need to help them. Yeah, so I, I moved the family back then. Yeah, and then I sponsored them to come over, and then Mguja was quite sick at the time. Mguja was uh, was scary. Yeah, yeah. So I look after them. You know, in the end, it all works out yeah. somehow. That's yeah. the way life yeah. is. I and think that's why she's. Yeah, she she knows I. I I was a very good brother to 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 her, yeah. And uh, obviously, you've you've maintained you know relationships with friends for the beginning. I mean, you have friends from elementary school mm -hmm. that you still yeah, hang out yeah. with from high school, yeah. uh, from uh, early noodle maker yeah, days, yeah. UBC pharmacy. Yeah, yeah. You know, you uh, well, I make friends. That I think. Uh, what do friends mean to you? A a lot, Be, especially like being growing up in a family with no brothers so some of my friends are like brothers to me yeah so i, I treat them like uh, yeah and we are i always um yeah you know and i asked you one time jesus are you ever envious of a friend if they're you know perceived to be doing better than you or and i remember you telling me no no because they're my friends yeah i'm proud i'm proud to uh, to have a friend being so successful yeah yeah I'm proud that uh, you know that i i know somebody uh, I'm not not jealous of them at all. No, no. And if anything, you probably want to learn from them too. Possibly, yeah, or? yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. This reason why the uh, yeah, you know, let's say I'm being so successful because of, he's such such a smart guy. Yeah, you know, I I, I adore him. Uh, the, the, you know, he's yeah, Salem uh, is, uh, admire Uncle, him. Uncle yeah. David Lamb. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's such a, a smart guy. Yeah. When you look back, you know. Is there anything you regret or that you wish you could still do? Or? I regret that I, I should have bought properties in Vancouver, <laughs> if I knew. Yeah, but who knows, eh? Yeah, regret. I don't know if I, 
if I didn't move back to Canada, I'd probably be doing successful too in Hong Kong. If I, if I stay in Hong Kong, I, I think I probably would. But then never know. Yeah, my family might be broken by then. Yeah. Any personal so, regrets? Uh, not really talking mm, about professional. Any personal wise, you probably like I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't look back and regret. Yeah, it's too late to regret. Mom always say, "Oh, why did you do this? That's too late." Yeah, you move yeah, forward. Move right? forward. Forget move it. Move forget forward. about it. Yeah, you. How do you fix the problem? You know, if I, if I. But uh, well, actually, one thing that is maybe my weakness and your strength is, yeah, you're quite decisive. Actually, I think when you decide to I, make a decision, yeah, you're quite I don't decisive. like to linger on. I, I how do you come on painful. to that decision? How do you? I have to either I made the wrong decision or bad decision. You live with it. I live with it. I I, I cannot have a problem not solved, uh, and I can't sleep. Yeah, I I. So that's why Andrew said, "How come you just you rush the job?" Uh, yeah, I like to rush it, finish it. I don't want it to linger. Yeah, I I don't like to uh, have things linger on. Yeah, that's why I, I always um, uh, finish in time. Whether I do a good job or not, I finish in time. And and you talked about professionally, your your biggest, uh, what you're most proud of. But how about personally? You have any? What is your proud? proud My kids. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, meeting mom as well, or yeah, yeah, I'm a, yeah, that's my biggest achievement too. Yeah, yeah my, my my the happiest day of my life is when I am uh, met your mom and when you were born. That was the happiest day of my life. When, when you were born, I was so happy. Yeah, because in those days, um, like I'm the only son, so I, I'm so worried that my family would not have a continuity, cannot continue anymore. So when you were born, so the biggest um, fear. Yeah. Uh, because growing up, my mama always say, oh, yeah, you're the only son. Uh, you know, everything is rely on you to carry on the family name. Yeah. So to me, I have a lot of pressure to to be able to continue, yeah, yeah. which is... But you know, when I well, look at your life, I mean, you, you've had a, you have a great life. You, I, I mean, must you, say, yeah. You're very blessed, I think. You mean, it was tough growing yeah, up, yeah. being poor and moving around, but yeah. for what you've accomplished, not just professionally, yeah. but personally. Yeah, I, I think mean, I'm, I... Even if I compare me to you, mm, you know, yeah, you, I, I, I don't know if I'll have kids or be able to have yeah. that uh, family life like you. Maybe professionally, I'm a little bit ahead of you, but mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I think it's... But yeah, I, I'm, I'm not, um, not... That's why you ask me any regret. I don't have any regret. You know, so, you know, I want to get to this summer was uh, probably our family's toughest time and your personally, personal challenge. Um, I still remember the day uh, getting a call from uh, uh, the radiologist about your scan in July and obviously it was shock couldn't believe it you know um, but you know how have you been dealing with uh, being diagnosed with cancer and how, how does that make you reflect on, on things and what goes through your mind well not easy that uh, all of a sudden uh, my, my life uh, come to an abrupt I, w I don't say end but uh, sort of uh, they, they put a limit on my lifespan, yeah. So, all these um, things that I planned for, all of a sudden uh, disappear in front of me, yeah. So I don't know whether I can achieve those things that I planned for, but it's okay, because uh, you know I struggled for several months, and uh, of course I shed a lot of tears, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, but then you know. Lately, I've come to think of it, yeah, you know, it's, it's okay. Because I am, uh, I live a pretty full life. And what I have uh, accomplished um, in life, I think uh, I would say if not 100%, the 90% of it is done, yeah. So I just have, one, one wish is I, I just want to live long enough so that I can teach Andrew how to continue uh, on the business. Because I, I don't want him to uh, struggle or to uh, prematurely uh, hand it over to him, uh, that he would be stressed out and. Uh, well, I, you know, I think Andrew's—he'll be fine, you know. I, I think but I think you have to let that. I, I, I do want him to take over, 
but uh, I want him to be comfortable and uh, so that he doesn't have to struggle. And you have to understand that Andrew is different from you. He may do things differently from you, but that doesn't mean it's the no, wrong way. No. And, you know, just like you yeah. starting a business, you yeah. made mistakes. Yeah. And I, I think he has to go through similar mistakes as yeah, well and, but, and learn from yeah. them. So yeah. uh, he, I, I think that's key. But I, Okay, learning, you can, you pay, uh, you pay the dollars to learn, but also uh, it uh, stress you out. So I just want, I don't want him to stress out, that's all. I want him to be able to know what's happening and uh, how to deal with it. Yeah, but it will come, yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, so I remember, you know, you were in hospital for about three weeks. It was tough, it was tough for you because uh, you're not the type to like to sit and it was almost like prison for you, but... You know, although it was very tough for you at the time, you know, you've been out of hospital for six weeks now, and probably I don't even remember those how difficult it was for you. I don't know if you remember even. It's yeah. Kind of, it's uh, it's in passing now. You know? Yeah. So it kind of tells you, even if it's tough, you kind of move forward, and then it yeah. just becomes a distant memory. So yeah. You know, uh, I think okay. at this standpoint, it's really just living life, being at peace, and then just enjoying the time. You know, yeah. I, I told you too. I. Even though you are diagnosed with cancer, doesn't mean that you will die before me. Uh, well, still, you know, know I, will, I will for sure. But, but the thing is, uh, you know, I just, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I just hope God would uh, give me a few more years uh, just so that, uh, yeah, I can uh, sort of lay, spend time with the family and... Uh, and then the transition, uh, business-wise, uh, I want to be able to uh, uh, put it in a smooth transition instead of having to uh, come to an abrupt uh, change, and that would uh, be very difficult for everybody. Is there anything else uh, that we want to talk about? Well, the grandkids. Um, we want to talk about yeah. the grandkids. Uh, I'm so blessed to have three grandkids. Yeah, yeah you know, um, and uh, Emily... Uh, um, with Kaylin, uh, Taylor, and Noah, yeah, I, I love spending time with them, and uh, I like to uh, FaceTime with them, and uh, I like to ask them silly questions, and so they have come up with answers. Uh, yeah, so it's it's so fun. I always love children. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. You, you yeah. Love I love children. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I I wish I can spend more time uh, watching them growing up. Uh, spending time uh, in the summer and maybe teaching them uh, how to play golf and then maybe they can come to the golf course with me. So I think to wrap up, I, 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 I thank you for sharing. Thank uh, you. How, how, did, how did it feel? Oh, I feel good. Yeah. Did you enjoy you know, this? Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. I, I like it. Yeah. yeah. Anything else you want to say? Or? Uh, no, I think, uh, well... But this, you know, to be honest, this is not... Uh, not rehe non-rehearsed. Not, well, not rehearsed, but also... Uh, just to have fun and you know i think mm -hmm. i always wanted to record yeah. your life and uh, you know maybe when we listen to this a few months from now it's yeah. be kind of funny how about music in my funeral service oh, let's too. not talk about that <laughs> let's not talk about it that. may be in years to come okay well if yeah. how do you want to be remembered um, i remember he's a good fellow yeah yeah all right so i think we'll wrap up there thanks dad thank you thank you man I really want to thank you all for listening to the first ever episode of Digging Deeper. And I especially want to thank my dad, John Leung, my hero. And it's certainly been an honor to interview him and an experience that I will never forget. Thank you guys again.